truth. Port at RBN, cruising at light speed. Here's your host, Steve Stars. Well, welcome back, everybody, to a whole new year. Uh, I uh, suppose most of you uh, tuned into our uh, our abilities to try to raise some uh, some funding for this next year because we're going to have a lot going on, and I appreciate all that. I'm here doing what I love to do, which is be here with you on this show every Monday for only an hour. But, man, I tell you, it's always a challenge and a a real privilege and an honor to be here on the network with you folks. And I'm glad to be back because uh, this is going to be a very rambunctious year, ladies and gentlemen. We are headed into probably one of the most trying times that the United States of America has ever had. And uh, this will be bigger than anything I think we've ever experienced because we are coming to the hilt of a lot of very serious circumstances and comments and uh, coming out from the, from this uh, lame duck president. He's already uh, insane, obviously, friends. And why the Democrats keep him in there is certainly a question we need to be asking. But, um, you know, so much is going to happen. And I've got a very uh, important clip coming at, that we're going to play a little bit later with a fellow by the name of uh, Ivan uh, Routkin. If you know who he is, uh, he is a guy who has worked with military intelligence. He's an attorney and he's been with some pretty higher ups. And apparently what he's saying is Elon Musk has the uh, thermonuclear media device here with all the uh, Twitter private accounts that he has now in his property that are self-incriminating with all the things that have been doing that they've been doing to insinuate and, and cause the problems with the military and the COVID vaccine. They knew this was going to happen. They knew there were going to be these effects, apparently, according to what he says. You can hear that whole interview. I'll try to get it up on my uh, Substack page so you can see it there and listen for yourself. But apparently, uh, Elon Musk has the uh, has the goods on all these people. And if he releases this, now, you, now you're starting to see why they didn't want Musk having operations uh, and control of Twitter, which is now X, as you know. And we'll be playing that clip. Meanwhile, Biden is lying, lying, lying. And uh, if you, you probably have heard the clip, maybe if you haven't, this ought to be sent to every Democrat out there and say, how does this damn lie keep going on here? How is this idiot telling you, are, are you going to hold up the responsibility for this jerk? He's absolutely wrong. There were no police officers killed uh, on that day. And, he, and Biden says he went to their funerals and he didn't even do that. He didn't go to a memorial service for one cop that died of a stroke. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't something that happened on January 6th. And it was a natural causes, according to the coroner. Now, he may have been stressed out if he was there. He wasn't hit with a fire extinguisher. There were only four protests. There were four protesters killed. Now, imagine 
We had these big riots in Minneapolis when George Floyd, a drug addict, was killed by the police, or they said he was killed by the police, but according to the coroner's report, he had three times the lethal amount of fentanyl in his system, plus methamphetamine. And he had a heart problem. They couldn't get him to settle down long enough to get him off to the hospital, and that was another screw up because the uh, EMT people were only six blocks away and took all that time to get there. The bottom line is, and they put Derek Chauvin in prison for murder. Now, here's a guy that, that peeped out of a, a cubbyhole and shot Ashley Babbitt without warning, shot her. And we have uh, three other people who died at that protest. There were no cops killed, none. And they were planning on this happening, according to many of the members of the Capitol Police. And I think we played the clip here from, uh, I think it was, his name is uh, Tariq Johnson, one of the uh, top uh you know, top officers with the Capitol Police who said that they were not warned that there was a, they were expecting a skirmish, really expecting a skirmish. And we've seen the video. We've seen what happened, really. Most of the people were walking through there peacefully, just like they were visiting the Capitol, as a lot of people do, and a lot of lobbyists wandering in and out all the time. And uh, they wanted to ask some questions. And even the, you know, the QAnon shaman has been uh, released by now. But they're coming after people continually. And Biden is lying about the cops that were killed. How does this damn bastard operate in our top position of law enforcement. I don't get it, but if we got this first clip, let, let's play this. It's just 18 seconds. You can hear what he has to say, how he lies about all this. Liar in chief. Over 140 police officers were injured. Jill and I attended the funeral of police officers who died as a result of the events of that day. Because, Donald, because of Donald Trump's lies, they died because these lies brought a mob to Washington. That's a lie. It's a lie. There, he never attended any of these funerals. His wife, Jill, went to one uh, one uh, service that they had where one of the police officers who died of a stroke was lying in state. He never went to any of these funerals. There were not, in, uh, you know, four police officers killed there. There were four protesters. The man is a liar, and this ought to be played. You know, no, no, any no police called that day. No, there were there were there was none that were killed at that time. I'll tell you, it was just a, an incredible disaster. And so, uh, you know, these are the kinds of things that we need to hold his his, his uh, feet to the fire with. I think, in my opinion, because uh, these are lies, just basically lies. Every senator, uh, D- Democratic senator, every if you write your congressman, and send them that clip. You can get it up on InfoWars if you see it. It's called Liar in Chief, but it's just a little Twitter clip. It's all you need, 18 seconds. That proves that uh, all of this that's been going on has been a lie the whole time. You know, I think they said, uh, uh, what was that, Winston Churchill defended and beat Hitler, you know, defied Hitler and defeated him with the English language. You know what I mean? Uh, there was an old saying that, that ended after World War II. Well, the reality is we're being beaten by our own misuse of this language and these liars if we don't stand up to them. We need to hold these people accountable for what really happened. And, uh, you know, the word insurrection that they have misplaced over everything that happened. The real insurrection took place in the Capitol, ladies and gentlemen, when in the middle of the night, they ushered everybody out so they could run this whole incredibly uh, illegal uh, certification process through without any any investigation because they knew what it would have turned up. Look at 2,000 Mules. If you get a chance, go to the film. I see a film called Fraction Magic. It's on uh, Bev Harris's website, and her website is uh, blackboxvoting.org. 
black box voting.org. Bev is a Democrat, has been for many years, was uh, part of a, a film that was on, nominated by uh, that HBO produced called uh, Hacking Democracy. Back when the Democrats were arguing whether these uh, election machines and things happening with these, with these elections were legit, remember that? Remember how they spent, was it 60 days uh, arguing in, in uh, 2000 over whether Al Gore had enough votes with that 934 hanging chads or something like that to be elected president? They didn't bother with any of that this time, and the Supreme Court turned it down, too. Now what's happening? Just because they neglected their position, all this stuff is coming back on them. So anyway, the, the bottom line is, is, look at that film, Fraction Magic at blackboxvoting.org. I think it's about two minutes and 46 seconds in. You will see that the Smartmatic software that was developed for actually to corrupt the election in Venezuela was being used by two companies you might know of. One of them was called Dominion. Yep, they were around back then. It was about, what was it, eight or nine years ago when the film came out, maybe a little longer. Uh, and also ESNS. So... You see, there's nothing new about what's been going on, nothing new under the sun or nothing new under corrupt elections. For, for Just like in communism, it doesn't matter who votes. It, it matters who counts the votes. They'll show you how they, uh, they fudged the election and stole it, how it was done electronically. It was done with uh, ballots being scanned over and over. There were uh, ballots being stuffed, as you saw in the film, 2000 Mules. I mean, and they have never, no one's ever really wanted to look at this because it's so blatant. That's the reason. This isn't like the, the argument that Al Gore brought up where it's going to be a lot of time and consideration. I think, actually, the Supreme Court made the right decision, to be honest with you. And the reason why I think that is because uh, there were a lot of ballots that were supposed to be uh, registered in uh, the homeland uh, or Andrews Air Force Base from uh, people who overseas, Navy, uh, the Navy people and uh, Army people who actually claimed that as their residence, and somehow they disappeared. When they started looking into what happened in Florida, I think during the 2000 election, they said, we better get this over with before people find out there's a lot more to it. Uh, so I think they did make the right decision based on statistics. Had the Supreme Court looked at this case and this election, this whole debacle on January 6th, would have never gotten this far, friends. And now you have Biden lying like this. Can you imagine it? The real insurrection is what actually happened in behind our backs in the middle of the night in the Capitol on the early morning of January 7th. Now, Ted Cruz tried to say, look, we don't have to certify this right away. Why didn't they just, after a long day, just say, let's get back together tomorrow. We've heard the people. There was a big rally. We've started our investigation. Let's continue. We have 10 days. They had 10 days, but no, they had to get it over with in the dark of the night. Where thieves break through and steal, friends. <clears throat> and so now they're lying and lying and lying. And most of the people don't know that. One of the things I like about our network here. One of the reasons why I appreciate you folks uh, supporting what we're doing is because we are getting you the truth out, and we've got to have the truth at this vital moment. We have got to keep our voices on the air because, uh, you know, um, I think it was uh, a fellow by the name of uh, Brett Weinstein, and who Tucker Carlson just interviewed. I would play that clip, too. He is saying that there were more people who spoke out about the vaccine than they expected. You see, they thought they were going to have a clean walk and no one was going to object or take a look. But we've been watching these things for a long time. As you know, and I said before, I go back to 1992 with, with, with Fauci. 
he, at that time, he'd already murdered uh, about 300,000 AIDS patients with AZT. He should have been caught back then. ABC News almost got it. But then he put pressure on the network to get them off his back and to keep his racket and his sorcery going. So uh, the bottom line is, is this has been going on for a long, long time, and we haven't been paying attention to it, and it's slipped. See, these people are so arrogant. They, they think they can just get away with telling these kinds of lies because they count on you being stupid. Well, you're not if you're listening to this network. That's why we got to stay on the air. We've got to keep our voices going out, friends. We are the only defense of the American people and people who come here from other places. I mean, legally and sometimes even illegally will tell you we're the last great hope of freedom and light on Earth right at the moment. Not because uh, Russia doesn't count and there aren't a lot of other places, but because we're still the big powerhouse to try to set things back in order. The world is looking to us, ladies and gentlemen, all over the world. We've got to stop the World Economic Forum. These people have to be reined in. How the hell they got into our government and how they're operating right now needs to be identified by everybody who's an honest and conscientious person. Uh, um, you know, <laughs> a citizen, a citizen, let's put it, put it that way. Somebody who's really serious about what's going on. So, you know, that's what we're doing here. I'm glad to be a, a part of all this. I really think that, you know, uh, we are doing a good job and I think we're doing pretty well. Uh, we were, you know, I don't know how our, uh, I haven't gotten a tally yet on how the fundraiser went, but I think we did pretty well. I'm going to make a donation financially myself. I, I give my time for free. I'm not a, I'm a volunteer here, friends, and that's why I'm here, because uh, you're there. But I, I'm going to try to help out a little bit, too, financially, just to keep us moving ahead. And uh, let's keep it going, because we've got some great sponsors. Support them. Tell them that you heard about their products uh, on Republic Broadcasting, RBN. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep it going. We have to keep it up and running. Every voice is important right now. Every voice. And there's so much going on that we'll have to, you know, just really stay with it. Now, let's see. Uh, I think we got another, we got another clip. Let's go ahead and play that clip if we can, Julie, if we got enough time. Let's just run the second one. Fellow's name is Ivan Raiklin, Ranklin. And uh, let's hear this out. We got enough time, I think, before the break to get this in. I want to stress that point that you just made. The bottom of the document, military accountability, that ethos also applies to what I mean by the list that I just basically published for the first time on your show. And it goes like this. We promise to exhaust all moral, ethical, and legal means to restore the rule of law and will begin by attempting to hold senior military leaders accountable. And by extension, we get our own house in order. Then we can start getting the rest of the government in order, the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judiciary. You hit the nail on the head in the sense that this list, when I, yeah, okay, targeting list. To clarify for those that are going to attack us, that means we're going to shine the maximal level of lumens on those individuals, and we're going to showcase with raw evidence that they were complicit in the original coups of, of July of 2016, working with the FBI, and then the subsequent coups after cover-up to the previous coup and the cover-up to the previous coup. I don't have it published yet. I'm going to probably, right after we get off the show, I'm going to put it up on my, on my X, both the Raikland which is still censored, and then my uncensored Ivan Raiklin accounts, and then some of the other free speech platforms. But bottom line, what I'm trying to do with this list is to, to present it to, I've already provided a earlier draft of this to the chairman, uh, Jim Comer of Oversight, Chairman Jim Jordan and his staff of Judiciary and Weaponization, the, uh, 
the chair of the subcommittee on oversight, uh, Mr. Loudermilk, who has oversight over the Capitol Police Board, the chair of the Freedom Caucus, Mr. Previous one, Scott Perry, and then others I've also provided to. Now I want to uh, also provided it to was Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi. Now we need to get it into the hands of Elon Musk to go ahead and consider, should I wait for the subpoena from those that I just mentioned from Congress to then release the direct messages of those folks' Twitter accounts? And let's be clear, we know they were using two things. Stop there, Ivan. Stop there, Ivan. I'm going to back you up here. We know from the documents that have already come out in the weaponization hearings, there's two big things they're using. Twitter private message, which is X now, and Slack. And which is another private message system. So this is a national security issue. He, just like he released the Twitter files, he releases their files of them coordinating surveillance, censorship, sabotage. We got their ass. Absolutely. Now, we, they've only released through the Twitter files and CTIL files the internal emails of Twitter uh, employees with these government agencies. And number two, the internal Slack deliberations. What we have not seen yet, as far as I, I understand is the internal direct messages of all these individuals. And the orders. Once we get and that, who's folks, giving the orders. And who's giving the orders. I think it's game over. Not only do, do we have their ass, it's Elon Musk's way of saying, hey, not only to Bob of Disney, of GFY, but it's literally to the entire Uniparty deep state cabal, GFY on steroids. Oh, there you are. You know, uh, Ivan Reichen, uh, Reichen is his name, and uh, he has got the imp- information pertaining. He has a whole list of all these different emails. Now, this is a little bit different than what happened with, uh, uh, if you recall, uh, the 33,000 emails that Hillary Clinton uh, had on a private server. These are registered and recorded on the annals and records of what was Twitter that is now in the hands of Elon Musk. So we have the messages here. You know what I mean? He could put them out one every day or five every day or 10 every day. There's a lot of them out there. And you're going to have to hear the top staff knowing about the dangers of this COVID vaccine. Now, I don't know about you. I never served in the military. My dad was a Marine officer in World War II. Uh, he was in the South Pacific. He was a lieutenant then. And he went up, you know, kind of got got into the war late, thanks to my grandmother who kept him in school before, uh, I think it was uh, 43 or so. But he finally got in, went through, uh, you know, the Philippines, Guadalcanal, uh, Okinawa, up the islands. Uh, he wasn't at Iwo Jima during the time that the, the trouble was there. But he was on cleanup details. And he was in Japan after the bomb went off. You know, I've got uh, I've got a lot of heritage. I can tell you a lot about my family in terms of the people who have went went to war, suffered and fought for this country. Now, you have a lot of people out there in that military and have interest in it. Of course, if they find out what really happened with this covid, what do you think they're going to do? This is the core group, as he's saying, as uh, Ivan uh, Relkin, is, Relkin is saying, this is the people who are, you know, the, the, the core of holding everything together in this country. You're going to have a lot of angry vets and a lot of people who are enlisted right now. As a matter of fact, I know some young boys who've had trouble with this trying to resist that vaccine, that jab. They are in serious trouble, and all we have to do is reveal it. It's time we stood up. This is why the communication uh, battle that we're fighting here at RBN and across the alternative network of people who are telling you the truth is so important. We've got to stay with it, friends. 
we got to stay with it, and we've got to keep you at the battle. Hey, we'll be right back after the break. Maybe take some calls. i got some other things I might go through. We'll talk about Lloyd Austin and where he's been. Why is he missing right now? Think it over. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. And one of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at KettleMoraineLTD at Cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10.
Oh, yeah. Glad to be back here with you, friends. Right here on Lightspeed, I'm here every Monday, and I am so glad to be a part of what's happening at RBN, you know. And uh, I, once again, you know, we have to we have to keep at it. You know, we still need some help uh, with the, uh, you know, trying to get some of the bills paid, keeping the network running. Uh, don't give up on us yet. You know, we're, we're not giving up on you, friends. We can't. We're in the fight of our lives. Right now, we're in the fight of our lives. You know, as Brett Weinstein, who had said, Ronnie, if you saw that Tucker Carlson interview, he was a, a top physician, uh, physician, a doctor, an analyst. Uh, you know, uh, probably a, a good deal of his work was epidemiology. And he was saying to Tucker Carlson that it was actually the alternative media that kept them from killing more than the 17 million people they did kill with the jab. And I think that number is way underestimated, friends. Uh, I think the numbers probably on record would be probably 25 million if all the people who had been diagnosed and some people were buried. And I know some who were in my family, actually, uh, who died uh, with reasons unexplained. You know, they just put them away and that was it. No questions asked. There are people who are still succumbing to these kinds of diseases because of that damn toxic jab. And uh, the reality is this thing is much bigger than we thought it it was uh, or that we were hearing that it is right now. And it's pretty obvious it was a disaster, absolutely unnecessary, absolutely counterproductive. It did not stop you from getting infected. It did not stop you from infecting other people. If, if you believe in the viral theory, it was probably just a flu going around, probably something related to bacterial, uh, parasitic bacteria, which is why they didn't want people taking ivermectin. You remember that? Uh, all the therapeutics that they held back on this whole thing, it's just the way Fauci works. He creates germ scares over mythical germs and then kills people with the remedies. That He's been doing that for 40 years, oh, God, 45 actually by now. Uh, I've been tracking him since 92. I don't want to go there. But anyhow, the bottom line is, is, uh, you know, we have a serious problem with what happened here in the military. Now, as I mentioned, my dad was in the military and some of you out there may be in in the military uh, yourself and you want to voice in. How do you feel about this? I mean, how do you feel about our people who sign up to defend this com- this country and then end up as test rats and people who are who are knowingly going to be exposed to something that could be very detrimental? Now, this is what uh, Ivan uh, Relkin has in uh, it, what he's talking about on these reports that are now in the hands of Elon Musk. Like him or not, like him or not. He has the key to revealing all of what happened here because these people are self-incriminating in their letters, their direct emails. They, they have, uh, you know, these are uh, sen- senior military leaders. They're accountable. They, they, there is raw evidence here. It was uh, the list is published. Uh, he's been presented to Jim Jordan. Elon Musk has it. Uh, release. We can release these direct messages and uh, that were on Twitter, <clears throat> and. Uh, so we can see that they were using surveillance, censorship, sabotage, and orders. They were getting orders out to do all this kind of stuff. The people in the military, if you've ever been in the military, how do you feel about that? I mean, I got a feeling that a lot of people who are veterans and people who are serving right now should be damn mad about it. And this is going to be a turning point. They're going to try to use the military to keep Joe Biden and people like these idiots in power doing what they're doing. And I don't think it's time for the military to, to t- obey orders from this liar in chief 
friends. This man is, you know, he's out of his mind. He should have never been in pre- a president. We have suffered a coup d'etat is what happened here. I'm going to be honest with you. That's what exactly what it was. The, the election was rigged. The certification was set up to be a disaster. The Capitol Police, a lot of people like that knew it, and have, many of them have resigned or fi- they were fired. Uh, we have, we've got to have a look at everything here. And the damn lying news media is out there. You know, so we uh, we uh, really do need uh, to keep our voices on the air and going out because, as Brett Weinstein had told Tucker Carlson, and thank God Tucker got away from Fox. You know, I mean, maybe some of these people you you're you're not real favorable to. I understand, but I I think Tucker, uh, Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, Alex Jones, and all the people here. I mean, we are pulling together like never before. We've got to because we're facing an enemy that the United States has never really had from within, and it's just sheer rot and corruption. So if you're out there today and you're in the military, you want to weigh in on this, uh, maybe you know something about it, maybe you don't know enough about it, you want to hear more, I would encourage you to find that uh, that clip uh, that I'm going to post that on my uh, Substack, stevestars.substack.com. It's not up there yet. I'll try to get it up there as soon as I can. But you can listen to the whole interview, and Elon Musk has this information in hand, and I think uh, he should release it, you know, and it shouldn't be like a little bit here, a little bit there, like with the Epstein files. Everything's coming out with that now, too. There's no secret that has been uh, covered that will not be revealed, friends, and it's starting right now. A lot of things are starting to be revealed, and this is what we need to see. We've been fighting these New World Order freaks for years, and now we've got them by the short hairs. So we need to we need to do what we can do. Our future is at stake. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. EaseOff LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Gilad Atzman says the essence of Jewish power is the ability to prevent the discussion of Jewish power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up with the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race and the fact that race drives history and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQ, RS. This woman, she's like, oh yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, what? A koala? What? 
Maybe if it was quickie koala, that might be cool, but otherwise, I don't know. How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? Biden invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. It's the Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, you know, I mean, let's, let's just call it like it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. speed we got a we've got a lot of topics today friends and uh, i'm revved up over the holidays i got some rest in i hope you did too but we got to roll up our sleeves and get busy because uh, this is going to be a year as you know the uh, primaries are coming up and i'll talk to you a little bit about that maybe later but i want to keep following up on this story now i, I guess so lloyd austin i'm what i don't you know maybe he isn't the head of department of defense but he is uh head of the uh I guess he is. Yes, he is. For days, uh, the defense secretary, Austin, was hospitalized. Yes, he is uh, head of the DOT. And uh, here's the story. It says, earlier throughout the day, there were significant rumors that Pentagon chief Lloyd Austin has been in the hospital for days, and no one knew it. Surprisingly, even at the White House. Uh, Yeah, right. That's not surprisingly, actually. Apparently, and at the moment when the U.S. is embroiled in running conflicts and proxy wars from Ukraine to the Middle East... Uh, we don't know where the head of the Department of Defense is, right? This is a worrisome development, which has huge implications for the Biden administration and White House competency and issues of transparency. Not only has Austin's hospitalization now been confirmed, but CNN, of all people, is reporting late Saturday that President Biden was in the dark almost the whole time. Can you imagine that? A sharp guy like Biden being in the dark? President uh, Joe Biden was not aware for days that Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin was hospitalized, a source familiar with the matter told CNN. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan ultimately informed Biden late Thursday afternoon, soon after Sullivan himself learned that Austin had been hospitalized, and that the source said Austin was admitted to the hospital on New Year's Day due to complications from an elective surgery. Really? The Pentagon announced the hospitalization Friday. Austin issued his first statements on Saturday, five days after being admitted to the hospital, saying he could have done a better job of notifying the public. 
But all of this was untimely and ultimately confirmed by a statement from the hospitalized uh, Secretary of Defense himself, who said in the early evening Saturday, I recognize I could have done a better job ensuring that the public was appropriately informed, but I'll commit to doing better, really. Austin was uh, continually regarding this growing scandal over transparency, but this is uh, important to say that this was my medical procedure, and I take full responsibility for my decisions about the disclosure. The statement continued. The defense secretary was at Walter Reed National Medical Center, and now he's on the mend, really. He was hospitalized and thus out of commission as the head of the Pentagon for nearly four days. Okay, so now I'm still wondering, there's still some questions about where he is and where he's, what he's been doing. Was he actually uh, hospitalized for an elective surgery of some sort and didn't tell anybody? That seems kind of odd. Or, you know, again, the problem once that we have, again, is he is maybe aware now that all of this very hot top classified information concerning what has been going on with the military and the forced jabs is in the hands of Elon Musk. You know, you have to wonder what's going on with the, in, the, in the thick skull of Lloyd Austin. Uh, I am concerned. I, you know, I'm, maybe I'm, you know, <laughs> guessing and, and trying to find uh, shadows in the dark here. But, you know, the thing is, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly what, what the hell is going on over there. And I don't think anybody does. Obviously, Biden didn't even know about it. So the question is, what, what's been going on all this time with our military, with the, the entire uh, situation with people who were forced to take this toxic jab. We've got Navy flyers. We've got people who are, uh, work with radar. We've got people who work with missiles. We've got people who are commanders. Everybody took this jab, and now we're finding out they knew there would be side effects, bad ones, and they were covering it all up. As a matter of fact, it looks almost like they were trying to weaken our military. That's how bad this all is. Elon Musk has the material. This is as big or bigger than Jeffrey Epstein. Well, they're all big, of course. You know how do you, how do you measure the size of these tragedies and these uh, incredible, dangerous, deviant people and their agendas? I mean, you can't. You know, I mean, on one hand, we've got all these children disappearing and all these sex capades that have been going on. You know, with uh, Epstein's Island, and then, of course, you might have heard that Megyn Kelly has talked about and mentioned that uh, Jeffrey Epstein may still be alive. You know, I saw a video. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but somebody flew a a drone uh, over St. James Island. You know, the place where Epstein was supposed to live, and I, it was up there on. Uh, YouTube, or I think it was actually on YouTube, and they were looking around the grounds, and there was a guy that was standing around talking to a maintenance man. He was driving like one of those little golf cart truck type things, and they were by a kind of a shack. Looked just like from the distance, you can couldn't confirm it. It looked like Epstein standing on the island. This was long after he was supposed to be dead, and he he kind of looked up in the air and he saw this drone kind of shaded his eyes. Didn't seem to care much. Why should he? And it kind of walked in into the. Uh, uh, the cover of a shed that was there and continued his conversation. But, you know, is he still alive? I don't know. It very likely, uh, if uh, Megyn Kelly is hinting that he is, he may turn up as well. How many damn lies do we hear all the time from, from the media now? How many? It's incredible. They just keep getting worse, and these people are so damn arrogant about it. You know, Biden and all these Democrats, they should be put on notice that uh, we're waking up. 
Um, like I said before, if you were in the military, you have any feelings, or if you weren't in the military, you want to weigh in, give us a call here. I'll be glad to take some calls, and I'll try to watch real close so I don't get to talking too long about it. But let me say this. I worked in the media back in the 80s, the mainstream. I've been working in it for actually over 50 years now. My gosh, that dates me. But, uh, you know, I was an FM disc jockey, and I got into uh, television, worked at an ABC News affiliate uh, in Idaho for a while. And even then, I saw something really was really wrong. I never really wanted to get into the ABC, CBS, NBC, uh, you know, uh, muck anyway, uh, the mainstream. I was always wanting to go independent and do it. Different things. So in those days, we, you know, independent films were still pretty, pretty nice, and uh, I wanted to try to get out and and do something off the network. So, but I, uh, I wanted to learn television, so I ended up at an ABC affiliate. Uh, they found out uh, I went there as actually as a production engineer, and they found out that I'd worked in t- uh, radio before. And next thing you knew, I was a news anchor on the weekends. <laughs> you know, you can do that in a small market. You can't do it in a big one. Anyhow, I was there for a little while in 1980. I remember the Reagan uh, election in Idaho. I was there at that time. And, you know, it was really strange. I found out that all the people who were running the station were Democrats. And behind the scenes, off camera and everything like that, you could definitely tell they were swayed and they were allowing their opinions to get into what they were doing on air. This is 1980, by the way. I remember it was just a few weeks after John Lennon was shot all that period of time. I got out of it a long time ago. And I'm glad I did. I never have looked back. Uh, I went on and did some independent work, worked for a big satellite network. Uh, you know, actually, I came back to Denver, to be really honest with you, and uh, where I was from and worked at the big CBS affiliate as a production engineer and never really wanted to get into the aspect of being a news anchor ever again. But uh, that's where I learned television. And the reason why I say this is because, you know, there are so many people who are in this industry right now and they must show up at work and they must kind of you know look sweep the room with their eyes and wonder what am i doing here how am i how did i get involved in this how did i end up in a situation like this where i know something is really wrong where we're being orchestrated like a bunch of puppets to follow an agenda and that's what happens you may not know this but i mean if you if you were a news anchor and you were to go out and sit out on the uh uh, you know, on the news set, and they roll the music, and you hear the, the sounds, and they see the wide shot, and they're coming in, and the, the cameraman the blue, or the floor director points at you, and the red light comes on, and you begin to talk. You know, you're being listened to by a news director, salespeople, of course, all the crew. You know, it's like you're like bacon and eggs, you know, on a Saturday morning. Everybody's watching you. You know, the lights are on. But, you know, if you were to say something like about 9-11, if you were to say, and the buildings exploded and came down. You know, they, we'll be right back as we go to this break. And you go to the break, right? And the phone rings there from the, from the director, the news director. And he says, well, we don't use the word exploded. You see, we want, don't want to misdirect people. The word is collapsed. Can you say that? Collapsed. You need to learn to say collapsed. That's the kind of subtle pressure you're put under. And if you don't follow that, and so, a lot of people get out of it very quickly. They end up wanting to, you know, you, they're going to show you the door. Look what happened with Tucker Carlson. You know, Salem Communications is a, is a very big semi-conservative Christian network. And I hear that they wouldn't let anybody talk about the downside of COVID or the pharmaceutical companies or Pfizer or anything like that. I mean, here you have people like, like Fox News. How about the yellow pus cowardice? 
of Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch, when he paid $757 million to Dominion, Dominion, the software company. That's uh, three quarters of a billion dollars. And I think their gross revenue is only about 40, 50 million. He paid them $757 million in a defamation suit because people had suggested that Dominion Software and Dominion Company, uh, and we have to know a lot about that because here in Colorado, they are based in Denver. They are, they're actually a Toronto company, but their U.S. headquarters is in Denver. And we've had a lot of trouble right here in Colorado with what happened with our the software operating uh, and, you know, the story of Tina Peters out of Mesa County, you know, about Mike Lindell, probably some of those people as well. Anyhow, the point I'm getting to is that, you know, a news media can't even challenge a government contractor's reputation? Really? I mean, this wasn't a lawsuit about damage. This was defamation. Defamation. I mean, this is the kind of crap that's going on. Rupert Murdoch bent over like the coward slime bag he is, and he put a stop to everybody at Fox talking about what really went wrong with the election. You see, this is what the mainstream media does. Now, the reason why I bring that up is because, you know, we can get kind of upset with our fellow Americans if they're not paying attention. I'm one, you are two. People aren't listening. They're not watching. They're not hearing the voices that are warning them. But to some extent, you've got to remember, the public is very busy. They don't have the time to do the homework, the investigation, the analysis, you know, the critical thinking that you and I and a lot of other people do. That's why we have a network like this, where we can look a little deeper. We can ask these questions, where we can get to the stories that people are not hearing and get them on the air or get them out to people. The people out there are very busy. It's like people driving down the, the road on a freeway. I use this analogy. And they're seeing signs going by. You know, if it's a if it's a sign that tells them where the exit is, they're going to be moving into the lanes or, or, or following the signs. They're not going to have time to say, wait a minute, wait a minute, that exit isn't the one they have listed, and that isn't the turn. We're going. I mean, you can't get out the roadmap. You know what I mean? Maybe they have GPS or something. I don't know. That might conflict. I don't know. But what I'm saying is the public does not have time to do all the discernment. That isn't necessarily their fault, friends. It's not necessarily their fault. It's the fault of the media for not properly informing them because it's not the public's job to do all the analysis. Now, we know that we should be very careful about this, and that's why we're here doing what we do, telling the stories that you're not getting on the mainstream, as you know. But the public has to be, uh, they have to be, they have to be alerted to the things that are right properly by the people who are taking responsibility to make sure that information is correct. Look at all the lies, all the lies that have been told to the public. Just like Joe Biden can sit, stand up there and lie, saying that there, there were, he went to the funerals of the four, uh, four police officers that were killed on January 6th. There were no police officers killed on January 6th. There were four protesters that were killed, but no police officers. You know, I mean, he can lie like that and call it an insurrection. Obviously, they're turning things around completely. They're they're using Project Monarch on you. They're creating a, a reality that doesn't exist by using a lot of that kind of stuff. Well, hey, 
I've talked for a little bit for a while, and uh, Frank in New York is on the phone. Now, let's see if we can get another comment from somebody else for a change. Frank, are you there? I am here, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Glad to have you back. What's on your mind? Uh, I'm, I'm still waiting for Bob Tuskin to call in there. I used to love him, man, you know. But anyway, um, you know, Steve, they tell us that Fox paid them all of that money. I wonder if that really took place. I mean, they can come out and make that statement. You know, it's kind of funny. Sometimes I wonder about these football players. You know, they say, oh, we're giving them $70 million. And they might say, okay, yeah, we're going to go on public and say we give you $70 million, but we're going to give you $16 million or something, you know. And I heard a woman call in, uh, Jim Fetzer, one day. This was a while back. And she was claiming that uh, the uh, Vanguard or uh, one of those big corporations, you know, the, the big the superhuman guys, yeah. okay, BlackRock Black or whatever, she said that the, uh, she felt that they had one of those corporations had sw- the, the sway over both companies. And basically, if indeed there was a payment of that amount made, which I think would be ludicrous, because I thought, the, you know, Lindell brought out some good information. But if indeed they did make that payment, it would be like taking it out of one pocket and going into the other pocket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the idea being there that these this uh uh, what you call corporate governance that Larry Fink and BlackRock have going is the same thing that happened with Bud Light and the beer. I mean, what all they're doing is shuffling money out of their uh, out of their big uh, funds that they have that they're managing. They've got something like eleven trillion dollars. What is seven hundred and fifty-seven million? Nothing. They can reimburse Rupert Murdoch just to play along very easily. I think that's where you're going with it, right? You're saying that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, if in, you know, I, I truthfully wonder if. if indeed that payment was made i mean you know they can come out and say we paid this you know just to make the people who questioned the uh, election which i think anybody with the, you know a couple of chromosomes can see was stolen although the media would say oh you you can't say that you got to be crazy but I, I sincerely wonder if indeed that payment ever took place and like i said if it did it went from you know one pocket to the other pocket it basically makes the same uh, the same guys yeah, very likely with Rupert Murdoch and uh, the head of Fox. And, and but you can see why Tucker Carlson left over the whole situation. I don't think uh, that it really hurt him at all, to be honest with you. You're probably right. The, the ability to make up the differences and the problems for the social governance uh, of these uh, agendas that people like Larry Fink have, have openly uh, talked about. They're going to use corporations to conform people to their ideology. Yeah, it was just uh, a loan, basically. You know, he he ran the money over to uh, uh, to Dominion, and they didn't need it. But uh, you know, it was a it was a scare tactic to say that oh, they're crawling on the ground because they mentioned that this election should have been, uh, you know, there should have been an investigation, and and people believed that it was faulty and it was corrupt, and it absolutely was. That's why I like our network. But go ahead. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They're just moving from one pocket to another. I don't think it. I don't think seven hundred fifty-seven million dollars came out of Rupert Murdoch's pocket for long. Yeah, I would have thought that they would put up more of a defense or something, taking it to court instead of just settling. And you know, I think they threw that out there for the public. And I think Rupert Murdoch, I, I, from what I hear, is I think his kids have taken that over and they're more left-leaning. And you know, they might have said, "Hey, you know, let's put this uh, election right. fraud Got to break. Got to sleep. Break. Hang in there. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. 
With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. back into it here and i think we got frank uh, still holding on i'll tell you what frank i'm gonna have to uh, send this uh podcast to mr tuscan and and rattle his uh, chain a little bit he ought to be able to come on and do one show a week you know <laughs> exactly exactly i loved him i he, he was great i thought and the two of you together the synchronicity or whatever you call it you know what i mean you know, yeah. Steve, at times you say to, you know, start harassing your, your legislators, not harassing them, but call them up or send them emails or whatever. Right. You know, I've got a, a congressman here. For the last two years, I've sent him probably, well, I sent him a few emails, okay? I don't want to exaggerate, but at least three anyway, saying, hey, let's go after Jeffrey Epstein. Okay, what's the deal there? You know what I mean? I never got a response. You know, I mean, I know they're exposing some stuff now, but it seems like there's a, a lot of puff there. I don't know. I haven't really seen any hardcore names or, or any politicians. You know, I mean, we all know about Prince, you know, uh, uh, Prince Harry, or not Harry, uh, Andrew, and, and yeah. Bill Clinton, you know what I mean? And I think Hillary's actually been down there a few times, you know. But, yeah. uh, you know, 
this guy, he never would even respond to me. Now, I check out some of the liberal sites, okay, to see what they got going on. So apparently he got my name. He started, he's been sending me, he doesn't even know who I am, obviously. You know, it's his office doing it. But he's been sending me requests for, you know, donations, for contributions, you know, for his campaign. You know, I sent a couple back, you know what I mean? But, you know, I'm, not, I'm never going to give him a dime. I mean, you know. I, I told him, I said, why don't you go after Jeffrey Epstein's list? You know, 99% of the country's going to be behind you. Let's see who these people were who were actually, you know, abusing and violating and, and hurting these young girls, basically. I don't know if there's any little boys down there. but And one other thing, if I may, you know, Bill Barr's been a, a jerk, okay? I mean, I, you know, I think Trump was, you know, conned into bringing him in or, or forced to bring him in either way. But, you know, uh, Bill Barr... Uh, you know, they came out, and I, they, well, I think when he was the attorney general, they went into Epstein's office in Manhattan and grabbed a lot of the stuff, his computers and stuff there. But they waited two weeks, from what I can gather, before they went down to Pedo Island and got all of that stuff, you know, all of the cameras and everything. So that gave them time to clean it all up. You know, and Bill Barr comes out, and he says he saw Jeffrey Epstein, you know, he's the only one that really saw it, okay? The guards fell asleep. You know, everything went sour, and we don't really know what's happened. If I had to bet a couple of bucks, uh, decent odds, I would say Jeffrey Epstein's over in mm, probably Israel somewhere, you know, uh, laughing at what's going on here. I, I really uh, believe Very that. possible. Yeah, I mean, uh, there are some hints that uh, there may be something coming out. If you saw, you know, what uh, Megyn Kelly had said, she's hinting that he... Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah that, that was quite interesting, you know. I mean, you know, from the, the angle they had the body when they were, you know, from what we could see, you really couldn't tell if it was him. It could have been. I don't think so, though. I mean, how do you hang yourself from three feet? I, I think it was yeah. supposedly where he uh, he was on his cot or something. I, I I don't know. It was it was ludicrous the whole thing, in my opinion. And, and if I had to bet, if I had to say whether he was committed suicide, whether he's murdered, or whether he's still alive, I would say he's probably still alive. And maybe Megan Kelly's going to come up with something. I don't know. That would be pretty big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I I don't Perfect. know that the powers. That be the CIA and the Mossad, those people would let something like that out. I mean, they're probably aware if indeed he is, you know, still around. But uh, I don't think that uh, she'd get that. Maybe she did. I don't know. It should be interesting to see what she's got coming forward today. Right. Well, it would prove one thing that we've been lied to, lied to, and lied to. But we already know that, friends. We got to. We've got to keep our uh, word of truth going out there. We have to be very careful about what we say. I'll be corrected if I make a mistake. But you know, the damn lying news media, friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys are the best. You, you guys, you know, Jeff Rents, uh, Revolution Radio. Without you guys, there'd be no truth out there. Very yeah. little anyway. Appreciate it, Frank. Well, thanks okay, a lot, Okay, keep buddy. up the great work, Steve. All right, bud. Thank you. Right, bye now. Hey, thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us for the show. Stay tuned. Jim Fetzer is here on the network now. We've got a lot of great people. We're out for you to get you the truth. Stay with RBN. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. 
Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.